Hi, my name is Neele Geyers and welcome to the ULAR Pari podcast, where we discuss topics of interest to the Pari community as well as to people living with rheumatic and musculoskeletal diseases. Today, I have two wonderful ladies with me, Petra Bolajova from the Slovak League Against Rheumatism and Connie Ziegler from the Danish Rheumatism Association. So stick around to meet these guests. On our show today, we will be talking about the meaning and importance of the ULAR Congress to the PARE member organizations. There's a lot of ground to cover, so let's get started. Thank you for being here today, Petra and Connie. Thank you for the invitation. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. I also thank you. It's, uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. Okay. Now, the ULAR Congress is a huge event. It's It has loads of people there, around 15,000 even. Connie, when was the first time for you at such a Congress? And, and why did you decide to go? Well, my first Congress was in 2002 in Stockholm in Sweden. Um, I was uh, started being an employee uh, employed in, in the Danish Rheumatism Association in 2001, and I was involved with the patient partner program. And then we sent in an abstract, and uh, it was um, I was told that I could come and present it orally. So I went to Stockholm with a colleague, and um, actually I remember the first thing coming out of the bus in front of the uh, Congress building. I actually fell uh, over a small step I didn't see. So <laughs> that was my first uh, <laughs> um, um, encounter with the whole Congress uh, hall and system. But um, then I remember when I was presenting, there was this uh, podium and I had to go up a few steps and there were no handle. It was a bit difficult for me. And then I was uh, standing in, in, in front of the lecture, lecture and then it actually started gliding because I was leaning towards it to to stick to it, and it was gliding a bit towards the edge of the the platform, and it was a bit like scary and a huge crowd, and was a bit nervous and so. And after having had uh, the the speak, uh, well, then I had the first thought coming into my mind was, well, could I please do it again? Then I think I'll be much better because I felt so nervous. But it also was very great and I was very excited to be part of this huge group and hearing all these very interesting talks and so. So it was a great experience. It's amazing, Connie, that even your first Congress, they put you up on the stage already. Yeah, they did. But I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Petra, why did you decide to go or was it uh, the organization that told you to go? Yes, I was sent by my organization. Um, I actually presented a topic uh, on psychological support because we opened a center for social and psychological support for patients in our organization. And I was the lucky one who could introduce it at the Congress. And though scary, uh, because it was my first experience, um, it was a very... Um, it was an amazing experience for me because I have never been to such a big event. Yeah, sounds wonderful. Now, you already both told us that as people living with a rheumatic condition or a patient organization, you can actually actively participate within the program. And that's a big basis of what the PARE program is. 
you both had presentations, but did you continue to do that over the years? Did you actively participate and submit abstracts or posters later on, Connie? Well, I think, yeah, we did every every year. We have sent in abstracts and uh, sometimes we presented orally and sometimes there have been a poster presentation or a, on a poster tour. Uh, and I also once were at the Congress where I was um, uh, just just participating, no, but without presenting. But, but we did in the organization, we always try to find things which could be of interest for other um, members at PARE or or at the Congress in the whole so to to submit abstracts before we go. So, so we try to be part of it all the time. And and I also have been on the press conference twice, actually. So it's been, yeah, everything. Okay. And Petra, did you present anything else? Um, yes, uh, well, I presented twice on behalf of my organization at the Congress. One was the oral presentation that I just mentioned, and the other one was a poster presentation when we had our, our first year anniversary of our project, Let's Move with Arthritis, where we introduced um, Nordic walking for patients with RMDs as a suitable form of exercise. And um, to be honest, uh, for me personally, I liked the second abstract that I presented uh, slightly better, maybe because I already knew what was going on and how it will take place. Uh, but I also quite liked uh, the interactiveness uh, of the presentation itself because people were surrounding me and uh, uh, could see, see me and ask questions directly. And they were just in a closer proximity than whereas with the oral presentation, you are sort of standing on a stage and you are more of a in the role of the of, of a presenter, of a leader. So um, abstract um, poster presentations for me are slightly more uh, what I enjoyed better at the Congress. Okay, thank you. Well, I, I can hear you both really promoting the active participation, sending in abstracts and being part of the program. So let's hope this message uh, is, is coming through within the organizations and the, the people living with rheumatic diseases. Let's take a short break now to share some information about the ULAR 2021 Congress. I'd really like to recommend that our listeners attend the PARE Abstract Session, taking place on Friday, 4th of June at 10.15 Central European Time. The session aims to showcase and promote the variety of activities of PARE organizations at the national level. And it will certainly be a very interesting and dynamic session. So make sure to join us. Okay, let's get back to our conversation with Connie and Petra. Ladies, as, as you remember, one always leaves the ULR Congress with a suitcase full of interesting materials and ideas. I remember my colleagues freaking out when I came home from a Congress because I was just full of energy and ideas that had to be realized straight away. So... What have been the benefits for your organization of participating at the Congress, Petra? Well, uh, one of the first things that I always bring is that sort of um, energy that you only get at the Congress and meeting um, people who inspire you. Um, and 
I have always been interested in uh, research uh, uh, in rheumatic and musculoskeletal diseases and uh, innovative treatment. So I tried to attend those sessions most, and then I brought home all this information. And patients in Slovakia and in our organizations were very interested in this sort of information. And I think they also um, got a little bit empowered because um, they could um, have a better, uh, more targeted conversation uh, with their doctors um, in terms of their treatment or what they can what sort of support they can actually get from a doctor. And I think this is very important for all the people with rheumatic and musculoskeletal diseases. Okay. And Connie, you just mentioned that a lot of people from your organization have participated in the Congress. You have done different abstracts and poster presentations. But are there also things that you have brought home from a congress for your organization? Anything that you have developed within your organization? Um, yes, there is. Um, a, there is actual, I think every year we come home again with a lot of ideas and, and, and the colleagues uh, and I, we always put all these, uh, our inputs into words and put a, a like a, a paper thing which we can um give in the association and and, uh, and have all the ideas down on paper and, and, and try to keep them. And often I have the, the feeling when I come directly after Congress, I'm so full of ideas and my head is almost exploding and I cannot find out uh, what to do with everything. And then after a week or some days, uh, suddenly you remember talking to a colleague saying, well, oh, I, I know something about, I know who to, whom to contact in Europe and, and give the ideas on, on different things. And it has also been the, the feeling that you have uh, together uh, in, throughout the whole uh, Europe w uh, around the same course. So that's also a, a, a um, like a feeling of one big family, I think. And, and we have had some several specific ideas and, and uh, which came from, from ULAR. Like, for instance, uh, I think I heard about the patient uh, uh, research partner and patient representatives in research for the first time at a ULAR Congress. And, and some years ago, we also had a lot of focus on uh, accessible packaging. And that idea certainly also came from ULAR. And we worked together with other Scandinavian countries on that from, for some years and, and trying to address that. So we always bring back uh, a lot of great ideas we can use in the association. Yeah, wonderful to hear. Wonderful to hear. And it's like you say, Connie, it's a big family and it's just great that we can learn from each other. Absolutely. My Congress is, it's been years ago, but I still remember one of the first moments I was sitting in a scientific session surrounded by experts, by rheumatologists who know all about rheumatology and, and my disease. And it, it was so great to see so many people who are not sick themselves, but are who were there in that session to learn and to make my life as a patient better. And that had such a huge impact on me that I, I was so grateful for, for, for all of them being there because of, of improving the quality of my life. And um, that always stick to me. And 
gave me the energy also to to give something of of my energy and time to to the cause of Eular. But what about your own personal experiences? What has it meant to you to attend and participate at the Congress over all these years, Connie? Mm, I think for me, it's it's what really is the feeling of networking. I mean, actually, I, I met so many great people uh, also there, and some of them are actually now become my personal friends, and I see them in my spare time. And so when we go to each other's houses, both in the Netherlands and in Norway and, and other places, so it's it's so great. But it's also this feeling that you gain a lot of new things and it broadened my horizons. So for, for me, it's difficult to point out what specific thing, which really, so it's more like the whole thing, the whole Eula family thing and, and being part of that, which really I think is it's, it's such a great way to have new um, knowledge and also be a part of it and influence Eula directly. Okay. And Petra, what does it mean for you to go to the Congress? Well, something very similar to yours and Connie's, I suppose. It's just um, the genuine interest in whatever your organization is doing and people being very interested in making the lives of patients with RMDs uh, better. And regardless whether they are a health professional, whether they are some other professional or a patient themselves. And it it has been such a great feeling that I hasn't... Um, that you don't often um, see when when you just I don't know meet with uh, fellow patients on a regular basis or when you see your doctor, whereas there you really see that genuine um, interest in whatever you are doing and maybe also an inspiration that uh, other countries can get inspired and do something else uh, based on what you are doing in your country. So that's also amazing to see. Yeah. Okay, now let's get to the Congress of this year. Unfortunately, we will not be able to see each other once again. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed for next year. But um, of course, there's a very nice program ahead of us. Anything that uh, excites you for this year, Petra? For me, uh, research and innovative treatment are always those topics that I uh, go for. And I'm looking forward uh, to them this year as well. Okay, and Connie, anything special for you in the program? Well, of course, I noticed there were quite a few sessions about uh, the COVID situation, about the vaccines and how it influences people with RMDs. And I think I will uh, look into some of them because uh, it would be great to hear the latest news. Oh, you're still not tired of the COVID-19 news then? <laughs> no, not when it comes to specific new evidence-based uh, knowledge, but I think it's great to, to know what's happening. Okay, Connie, the secret is out. As we know now, Copenhagen will host the next EULA Congress in 2022. So what does it mean for your organization and what does it, how, how does it make you feel as a person that we are actually coming to you? Well, when, when I read the news, uh, um, well, I really felt so excited. I was raising my arms and like screaming a little bit because I was so excited. Well, you will be coming to Copenhagen. That's such a great, great uh, news. And, um, and for the association, I think we all 
already started a bit of planning, actually, because we would like to show what we do in the association, if you can. So we plan to send in even more abstracts than we normally do. And also, we hope to have more people joining in at the conference, both staff uh, members and also more volunteers, because you don't have to deal with the transport situation or the hotel. So it will be kind of a a possibility to 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 be even more active than we normally de, uh, do and um and then we also hope to be that the congress in copenhagen could be like a a launch for political campaigning or that it could be a starting point so we could use the congress to address um polit- politicians about the issues about uh, rmd so we will use this uh, to set focus on it and for me personally, well, well, I think it's just I'm just proud that we are the host country, and and I think it would be great to show some people Copenhagen and let them come to Denmark. Hopefully, it would be possible. And um, well, and also I would love to be part of the planning for for the whole thing, and especially maybe for the Pari Network uh, evening. That would be great to to try to uh, to be part of that too. Okay, let's hope that responsible people are listening so they can uh, talk to you afterwards. Um, okay, I have to stop myself from booking a flight to Copenhagen right away <laughs> because you really, <laughs> your enthusiasm is is, is great. Um, and I can't wait to meet all of you once again. But unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for today. So thank you all for listening. And thank you to our guests, Petra and Connie. Thank for you. sharing with us what the EULA Congress means to you and to your organization at the national level. Thank you very much for being part of it. Thank you. Join us again for our next episode. And if you don't want to miss it, please don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify or iTunes so that you get notified when the episode is available. Until next time.